Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey there, Sunranto listeners. It's Danny Rocket. I just got a quick message for you. As you may have noticed, we haven't really been putting too much out on this feed besides some of the John Baker Day interviews, and we haven't really done a regular Sunranto show in a while. It's because we've been going live, uh, doing a live broadcast, and that's kind of turned into doing a pre and post game, and um, it's been kind of fun. So, you know, after seven years of doing this podcast, it was probably time to do something a little bit different. Uh, then just sit around. Now, I'm not saying I'm done with the podcast, but it's something that we're going to basically do right now for the most part is go pre and post game and try to have as much as fun as possible. I'm sure that's going to turn into a whole big fat kind of show looking weirdo thing eventually. Anyway, anyway, uh, I just want to thank you for being uh, a Sunranto uh, listener, but you should become a subscriber and then you will get these post game shows early and ad free which is way better than late and with ads. This show's going to have ads in it that you're going to have to fast forward or listen to. Uh, so why don't you become a subscriber? It is a dollar a month. You get your own RSS feed, patreon.com slash sunranto. It helps us pay the bills, which have actually gone up recently because of us using StreamYard and stuff. Uh, we will continue to try to make this an audio experience as well. Uh, hopefully not too much of what we're telling you is only visual, but I know some of it will be. Uh, so uh, anyway, you can tune in nightly and watch us, um, and you can get these post games in your inbox if you subscribe. So patreon.com slash sunranto. Uh, there's perks at all the different levels, including getting um, all the high-quality versions of all the sunranto, my songs, that I put out there throughout the year. Um so just check it out, patreon.com slash sunranto. Thank you for listening. And here is the split doubleheader postgame shows from yesterday against the St. Louis Cardinals. Postgame. Cubs postgame. Cubs postgame. Cubs postgame. From the Sunranto show. And that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> um, oh, boy. I'm just trying to think about what I want to say without losing my shit. Because I'm about to lose my shit, dude. Hey, this is the Sun Ranto Show. This, that's what we're here for. You're that supposed was... to lose your shit. So do we want to count the ways that this was completely just the worst possible circumstance that occur could occur? I mean, it, it literally... It, that was as bad as it could possibly be for many reasons, which I will discuss, but what absolute garbage. And, and, and for poor Kyle Hendricks, did he deserve better 
or or what? That was just yeah. I mean, he's basically pitching a one hitter, and the one hit is of course a home run to freaking Dexter Fowler. But he's got a one hitter going, and you know, remember that game last May when he just basically that was his Maddox where he tore up the Cardinals' offense. They can't hit his slow stuff. No, they I, they were saying on the radio, Coom Dog was like, they can't see the off speed pitch, so he just should keep throwing off speed pitches, and he did. And he did, and he did, and he finally ran out of luck in the the seventh, which is now the ninth. <laughs> so. so here's why this is as awful as it could potentially be. I'm going to explain it. I'll break it down for you here. Is that in this situation right here, you had your ace, Kyle Hendricks, okay? Whether you want to say Kyle or, or Darvish or whoever you want to go with, versus their bullpen. Yeah. Quang, uh, Kim, Quang Hyung Kim, who like just got here. He pitched <laughs> one major league inning. Yeah, okay? and and he gave up a run in it. He gave up two <laughs> runs, uh, and 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 so we, we you have that, and then you end up in your situation where you have their bullpen versus our ace. They are missing two of their key players in DeYoung and Molina. And you still lose, and you burn your closer, yeah, in, in Wick, and you end up with the loss. <laughs> so now you are going to go into a game uh, where I don't even know if they've even announced the next pitcher for the Cardinals yet. They I, haven't. I was looking at that. I was like, they, uh, I keep little- waiting and waiting. It's nothing. We have, you know, and so Tyson Miller's up for the Cubs, but you have now completely. You know, and everyone's like, oh, relax. Yesterday when we were on the show, relax, Crawley. You know, it's a couple games, blah, blah. I said, no, here is what I see. This is what I see. I see Bryant bad. I see Baez bad. I see Contreras bad. I see uh, all sorts of things. Rizzo and Hap are the only ones doing any good. But, and, but, may, and maybe Kipnis, but he's not even in there all the time. I know I, I may seem like a Cubes fan sometimes, and I will wear that when it's proper. But at the same time, when you're looking at what I was looking at the last few days and seeing what's happening, that just it just it's it's that's what's going to happen. And and so if we look at what happened here, let's break this down here. A uh, couple different things that were going on here. So let's start in the first. Okay, we'll start in the first inning when Kim comes out for the first time. He gets Brian to pop out because Brian apparently can't play baseball anymore. Um, <laughs> Then Rizzo walks and buys doubles. Yes, Javi's back. Day off works. And get this now. You got runners at second and third. Kim intentionally walks Wilson Contreras to get Ian Happ out. Now, Ian Happ has been doing great. But in that situation, you have to make contact. He strikes out. Bodie grounds out. How many times over the last four-game losing streak have we had the bases loaded and done nothing. Yeah, well, I, did you see that, uh, Brett, and it's always the strikeout that's killing you. And uh, uh, Brett Taylor had something over at Bleacher Nation talking about how the Cubs are, like, swinging and missing, you know, more than every, pretty much any other team in baseball. Like, they're swinging and missing at pitches in the strike zone, which yep. I think we've seen because they couldn't catch up with that 88-mile heat yesterday. Let me tell you that. Like, remember that, dude? Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I was like, what am I looking at? Why can't they hit this guy? And then, uh, you know, same thing today, striking out way too much. you got to make some contact. And, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's uh, – how many days in a row is that when they leave the bases loaded, don't do shit? Right. Top of the third, Hendricks is on the mound. Dexter Fowler, probably a little bit of wind aided, hit the first row, but it's a home run. 
Bottom of the fourth, Ian Happ makes up for blowing the bases loaded. He homers, but again, a solo shot. And so just kind of look, and then you get to the top of the seventh, and Hendrick starts it out. He's doing pretty good at the time. Goldschmidt doubles. Now, I am not going to blame the ump for the Cubs not being able to hit, but that was a key bad call once again by Tim Timmons, who had a bad game for the Cubs, I want to say, last week. There was a 2-1 call. That sh- and Hendricks throws a pitch right on the corner. Should have been 2-2. Instead, it's 3-1. Goldschmidt doubles on the next pitch. O'Neill walks. Carpenter singles. The bases are loaded. And then Hendricks gets Carlson, rookie, to ground out into a force out, 6-2. Nice play by Javi, too, on that one. Right. And then then uh, Grandpa Rossi decides to bring uh, in Wick for Hendricks. Uh, Miller doubles. O'Neill scores. Carpenter scores. Carlson's thrown out at home. Or, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Carlson's thrown out at home. And then Fowler's the final out. But that's just, it's unacceptable what's but going it, on. Well, and who did you get beat by? Brad Miller? Like, who? Some yeah. guy that from the freaking Rays, a career 241 hitter? You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck, you know? It's like, the, it took him yeah. freaking t- t- 10 years to hit 100 doubles. You that guys- was- Pardon the interruption, but the Sunranto show is brought to you by Bet Online. Um, sports are coming back. So does your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, BetOnline.ag. Major League Baseball and the NBA are in full swing, and there are no shortage of ways to get in on the action. Bet Online has all the odds, futures, and props for you to bet on. Also, tune in as Floyd Money Mayweather joins the Bet Online team in a new segment called The Ice is Right, where he talks about his expensive jewelry collection. He'll give you the chance to win some great prizes and bet on the cost of his bling. Visit betonline.ag today to check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. Bet Online, your online wagering experts, and we speak Thank them for sponsoring the Sun Ranto show. That was one of those things that in the moment I felt bad about. Yes, Hendricks was struggling right there, but you know what? Pulling him out with one out, thats that felt like a Madden move. He would always do that one out left. He'd let, let somebody come in and think they're going to burn through somebody. And more often than not, they give up the hit or they give a walk or something. That's just, it's not the spot. Like, if you're going to go, if you're going to let him go to where he was, let him let him live or die on that last out. Yeah, he was only at 70 pitches, and he so stretched you, out. You guys have seen the gif where the panda slams the computer on the table? Yeah. Like, that's where yeah. I am right now. I'm like, I am seething right now. I'm so goddamn pissed. Well, yeah, because you really had to take this one, especially you did, you, uh, Tittles Baron Dingleberry was going to pitch tonight, and we finally found out it was Miller, but we knew it wasn't going to be anybody good. So, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe Miller comes out there and does a hell of a job. But, like, yeah, you know, it's an unproven commodity. Kyle Hendricks is a proven commodity. you got to take this game because, like, you know, that Hyun Kim guy, you know, and that's the Cubs have never seen him. You know what I mean? And that, and that's that classic, like, there's no tape on the guy. He was pitching in Korea. He comes in. They got nothing. They got no book on him, and they got they got no way to you know. Maybe they are relying too much on the books, is what. Well, I'm and then like on the top analytics. of that, yeah, and then on top of that, you got a Fegley Almora start. Oh. You know, they're like both those guys in a lineup. That's not the way you want to attack. Hey, guy that you still. haven't seen. 
Hayward still hurt. And then uh, what's his name? We uh, talked he, to he's, he's supposed to start this next game, though. So how hurt can he really be? Well, it's fine. Yeah. He, it, you know, he's the lefty, and it's fine that he didn't so, go up against Kim. But right. And and we were talking about that, Michael, about the lineup that we rolled out wasn't the greatest. We talked about it in the pregame show. Let's take a look here at the Cardinals hitting box score, and you can see they really didn't do jack shit. Hendricks had him most of the game. Long 0 for 3. You have Edmund. We, we were worried because he had good numbers against Hendricks. 0 for 3. Uh, Goldschmidt, like I said, that bullshit double after Tim Timmons blows the call. O'Neal 0 for 2. He got that walk, which was the first walk that Kyle issued in a very long I – I forget how many batters, three starts or something. Matt Carpenter, 1 for 3, and that's a single in the 7th. And then 0 for 3, 1 for 3, Miller. All these hits, pretty much every hit here was in the 7th, and Fowler had the home run. So yeah. I'm taking a look here. What they, they had four fucking hits. Okay, yeah. three of them came in the last inning. Yeah, it's all, and it's all you needed because the Cubs weren't batting. So you, you know, it, whatever. Kyle goes seven innings, gives up three runs. Normally, you're going to take that, and you're going to take that all day long. You know, like that's a good start. But then you look at this shit, and the Cubs they didn't get anything done. Cardinals blow all their good bullpen guys, by the way, today. But they're fresh from having the COVID off for 17 days. Yeah, they did. How many pitchers did they run through? Let's take Total. a look here. They like ran all through, of them. Yeah, and this is this is what, but this is what happens to the Cubs. They went three point two. And it was a shortened game, so it may seem like a lot. They went through four pitchers. Uh, Kim went 3.2, gave up three hits, one run. Gantt, 1.1, he gave up three strikeouts and gave up nothing. Gallegos gave up nothing. So they got zero hits out of the final three reliever, relievers and three hits against Kim. And, and, and again, I'm trying to think here, uh, you know, when those hits were. But, you know, it's, it's just you can't do this. No. Yeah. No, no, you can't. You can't lose this game, and that's kind of what I was saying yesterday with the 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 Brewers. Like I was really the, my in my my most hopeful place was that all right, the Cubs are not going to let the Brewers win this game. Like something will, they're going to get it together. They're just going to come out. They're going to come out bashing, swinging, and then they didn't do Jack yesterday either. And uh, although they did a little bit more than they did today, one lousy run on three lousy hits against their against the Cardinals freaking bullpen. That hasn't uh, played for. They should be rusty, but now they've only lost one game. So Bryant went one for three. Rizzo went zero for one, but he had two walks. I'm not going to knock that. He's getting on base. Baez one for three. He had that double in the first inning. Contreras still struggling. Zero for two. He had a walk. Uh, Hap one for three, but with the bases loaded, he left three men on base. Uh, Bodie zero for two. Uh, also, Pinch- also left on base, you know, yep. he, in the first you know, inning against in the first Kim. inning. Yeah. Fagley did what Fagley normally does suck over three <laughs> Almora good defensive plays, but nothing at the plate over three Horner hitting into hard luck, you know, over two. But if you look at this, you had, you had one hit by Baez in the first inning. You had the home run by Hap and Bryant had a single that was – and then uh, Rizzo walked, and that was immediately wiped out with a double play by uh, Bias. Yeah. By yeah. So – And it's tough because, you know, normally you go – you sleep this one off, you come back tomorrow, but now after – You got 45 shit, minutes. You got 45 minutes, and you're going to be back up uh, on here. I honestly – I it's it's almost better right now that they had this kind of shit game and they've only got 45 minutes 
because hopefully they're pissed off and they come out and they do something here. Like if they had to sit on it, maybe they come out tomorrow without the same maybe sort of energy that they want. Whereas if they win, you know, maybe the Cardinals feel like they got one. They're just trying to split the day sort of thing. I don't know. Well, they already used the Cubs are going to be. Hey, Cubs are hitting first, right? They're the first ones up in this next game. But that also means that if they get to extra innings, advantage goes to them because they get the runner on. We don't want. I want to win nine to zero. Please. Yes, I, I do too. I do too. I, I'm just saying it's a weird situation that if they were, because we thought this is going to go extra innings for a little while, but uh, if it does go extra innings for some reason, the Cubs would have that advantage at Wrigley, which is super weird. Guys, Sirius has a good feeling about game two. I hope I hope he's right because I, I, I don't. I don't. I, again, nothing has happened that has changed my mind in the last, no, again, four no, games no, in a row. Four. Carly, you're up here with uh, Cubs, Cubs X fan. <laughs> I, I, I've seen, like I said, what I've seen these last four days is that sometimes shit doesn't go your way. You know what I mean? All of a sudden, a ball hits off the bag, or something, some goofy shit happens. But this is this. I'm starting to see a pattern, and that's what's worrying me. And this pattern was happening even when they were winning in Cleveland and stuff like that, where we were winning, we were going, "Yeah, we're the best team, we're the greatest." Grandpa Ross, he's the greatest manager ever. And then all of a sudden, but I'm looking there and I'm watching. I'm like, Contreras don't look right. Baez doesn't look right. Bryant doesn't look right. Okay, if you don't have those three guys looking right, you're going to have a lot of one-run games. And 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 if, and you're not the Cubs in the in the first uh, quarter of the season, they got the big hits when they counted. Like they got a lot of big hits. They got contributions from a lot of guys whose names weren't Bryant or Baez from 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 Hap or Kipnis or different guys. But yeah, that bottom of the order, everybody was excited about. Right, But they were excited and they were all saying, imagine how this is going to work when the top of the lineup starts to hit, but the top of the lineup just hasn't yet. Yeah. And, and it's so strange too. the Cardinals. I'm like looking and refreshing. I still can't see that they've announced the starter. I I mean, are they just gonna just, is it going to be a surprise? Like when he comes out there to warm up, it's going to be uh, Kim again. Kim's going to come out. He pitched 3.2. He's going to come out. He's going to take one more. He's going to be their opener. Yeah, I wonder if Kyle's got another inning in him. <laughs> Why not? So that would be weird, right? If Ky- Because Kyle does. I mean, you know he does, but. Yeah, they're not going to do it. No, they, they would never. I mean, I think somebody brought that up. If he made it through all seven and they win the game, does he get to come out for the first inning of the second game? Which. He could a forty-five minute. He's not. No, I mean, Ty, Ty, we already but know I'm, Tyson Miller's coming out. Right, but I'm just saying, there's no way in modern baseball they would ever do that. They would never think, well, it's only been forty-five minutes. He could come back out and do it. Uh, you know, modern baseball wouldn't allow it. This is long since the day of Satchel Page pitching uh, eighteen Three. innings and giving up, you know, four runs. Yeah. Well, uh, let's talk about Tyson Miller because I'm actually kind of excited to see him. Um, uh, it, he was—he's never pitched so in the majors, so that's exciting for him. <laughs> for <laughs> so, him, yeah, for him. I, it, hopefully, it's exciting for us too. And we're like, hey, look—the Cubs pitch lab did uh, did a thing and actually uh, made it happen. You know, I, I- made made somebody happen i got a minor tfc i'm not going to put it up but mark gonzalez tweeted out next game starts in 45 minutes Corey friedman says with the way they've played the last few days this reads like a threat 
<laughs> yeah. But, well, Ty- Tyson Miller, you know, fresh out of Pitch Lab. And uh, I- I've got the drop, by the way. So. Welcome to Pitch Lab. Bienvenidos a Pitch Lab. But uh, he did pretty well. He was mostly at double A last year, but they moved him up to triple A. And, um, you know, but, but let's see, like 130 some odd innings pitch, 136. Uh, he had 123 strikeouts, a whip of 1.28. Um, he, and so, you know, guess, guess how many runs he gave up? They, they weren't all earned. Uh, three were unearned, but he gave up 69 runs last year. Nice. nice. Yeah. So, and that uh, was an ERA between the two, uh, Tennessee and Iowa, uh, of uh, four thirty-five. Uh, he had a two fifty-six at Double A, though. So he was much better before he got to Triple A. So uh, let's see what he's got, man. Like, um, I'm kind of excited to see this guy. I was a little bit surprised he didn't make the team out of camp, just because he was one of the guys that they were kind of higher high on. You know, it seemed like he, he might have been one of those pitchers that would have, you know, been given a chance to, uh, you know, get a start in the pen. But then they, you know, got your Jason Adam guys and they got some more veteran kind of dudes. Uh, like, and if, uh, like, if they uh, see him as a as a starter, they didn't really have a spot for him a lot, you know, put him, you know, keep him. Well, I guess this year you don't keep him down to get starts. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but I, I mean, he's a, basically a double A pitcher. You know, he had a little bit of chance at Triple A. He's been sitting out there in the, um, it, you know, he's been sitting out there in the uh, in um, the in the camp in Indiana. So, and it was supposed to be Alzali, and I guess he's kind of hurt, which he seems has like a, a contusion in his forearm. He got hit during a game the other day. A line, a comebacker. Uh, according to Bleacher Nation, here I'm I'm looking at it, and uh, he's got. A mid nineties uh, fastball slider is good swing and miss pitch. He's got a change up, uh, which uh, we we just don't know how it plays. Like you know, we've never seen this guy. You know, we, we're not we didn't watch a lot of Tennessee Smokies games last year. <laughs> I will tell you though, Danny, the one thing that that you know I, I'm thinking about right now is just the fact that like like because I live in the burbs, like about forty minutes outside of Wrigley Field. You know, when you when the Cubs win, you just want to sit in Wrigley Field for Wrigleyville forever and just party and have a great time, blah, blah, blah. But when they lose and it's like a night game and you have to go home, you're like steaming the whole ride home. Like smoke is coming out of my head. And like uh, this is like the first time I've had that feeling in 2020 where all of a sudden like smoke is starting to come out of my head like the steam. I'm just like, the fuck, man, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Shit together. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it. It really is a, a fortunate. Yeah, I really thought they'd take that game, and they did not. And now it's all on Tyson Miller. Do we have a, a lineup for tonight? We have we, no lineup. No? We have. Oh, wait, hold on. Yes, we do. Just came through. We okay. have Chris Bryant leading off. We have Rizzo at first. Baez at short. Schwarber in left. Contreras DHing. Happ in center field. Hayward in right field. Caratini at catching. And Kipnis at second base. That is a money lineup, Cub fans. I feel better already. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it, it's the the only thing I worry about is the Tyson Miller, uh, uh, the known unknown. You know, that's just. I hope he can come out. I don't know if they're gonna. I mean, they'll, they'll let him go probably as long as uh, they feel he's not overexposed. I, I think you'll see him out of there um, after one time through the lineup, maybe two. Yeah, being being a, a seven inning game. I'm expecting him to go three innings. Yeah. Basically three innings, 
maybe a fourth if he's really rolling, right? Or, like or if he's just tearing it down, but then I, yeah. I can't see him uh, getting back into the heart of the lineup much. I don't know. Yep. Uh, yeah, you see him probably two times through, and that's it for sure. I mean, yeah, tops, tops. Yeah, I've, I'm, I'd even guess one. But then you look at the Cubs bullpen, who they at least did not use today anybody really, except for like you mentioned their so-called closer. But I don't know. Like after seeing Kimbrel kind of putting it back together, dialing it up to 98 again kind of throwing strikes again, people swinging at the curveball again. Like, it doesn't doesn't look exactly the same as uh, what he did when he was really effective, but he looks better than he did. So maybe he could close yeah. it out because it probably I mean, won't be weak. You know, there's, there's options. It's, it's, you know what? Honestly, what's got me worried more than anything is the freaking bats. That's what's got yeah. me worried. I'm not sitting here worried about Tyson Miller. I'm not worried about Craig Kimbrell. I'm worried about you have four horses on this team that are supposed to be drawing this thing, and three of them are limp. Yeah. Well, That's and, the right now. and Brian's been limp the whole year. And, you know, this is the kind of thing, you know, he talked about, he thought about opting out. You know, I, I got to think that, you know, he doesn't, he's not. I don't know. He's either not right physically, which always is kind of the case with him. Um, you know, always something going on with that guy. But then B, you know, you just kind of look at, you know, he's not, he's not hitting the ball hard. He just he looks the play looks a little lifeless to me. You know what I mean? Like he just had a kid. Like I figure it really. And I know I'm putting this on him, and it's probably not fair. But it looks like he doesn't really want to be here, <laughs> and I, I don't know. To me, I that think I think it's more the other thing that you were talking about is that he's one of those guys that has to be a hundred percent physical to be successful. Some guys are struggling and just kind of play through it. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I just don't. I think that those little things just kind of bother him enough that it just throws him off. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I can't explain why I'm watching him not drive the ball. I'm watching him miss meatballs right down the plate well and we saw in the the first inning of that last game uh in the first at bat that was an inside pitch if he takes that that's ball two instead he hits the second pitch coming in and pops it up to short like it was nothing it was a terrible pitch to even try to swing at that early in the count chris bryant looks like an easy out right now and it's pathetic he just, it, I, I have, I don't have any confidence in him right now. You know, you know, he's got all this skill and that he can do amazing things with the bat, but we just haven't seen it this year. We've, we really haven't, we haven't seen shit. And, 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 it's, and it's, and again, it's, it's one of those things where like you're, you were looking for a big year from him and it feels like we're kind of like in this loop of 2018, 2019. Well, he's not feeling great, but he's out there. But when he's healthy, look out. Right. But you know, and he hurt his finger again. So look at the, look at the numbers, Carly. Apparently, he's super clutch. He's the best. We've yeah. never seen better. It's uh, man, it's 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 weird how the eyes look different than the stats look. Yeah, that's right. Well, and then uh, I, I think that they're putting fake stats. I really do. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> I, I, it's my conspiracy theory. They're just like but, adding a hit here. No one would really notice if you just added yeah. a, a hit, a little home guys, run there. Real it's, quick, hey, it's Ricketts, it's Marquee, it's fake yeah. news. Yeah. Fake news is, has reached the MLB. 
Okay, I got an update for us. I got an update. I got the lineup for the Cardinals. Tommy Edmond leading off, playing short. Dylan Carlson in right field. Paul Goldschmidt at first. Tyler O'Neill in left. Matt Carpenter at third. Brad Miller DHing the the hero of the game. Max Schrock uh, with a double. Uh, Andrew Kisner. Who? Max Schrock? Max Schreck. He was the villain from from Batman Returns. (laughs) Yeah, right. Max what, Strzok what? <laughs> is second. Andrew Andrew Kisner at, at catching, and the made-up Harrison Bader at center field. Yeah, that's the whole lineup sounds made up for the most part. You yeah, know, but they got the for COVID. Goldstrand. They got the COVID. That's why you, this is what pisses me off is you couldn't beat a COVID ravaged team, COVID ravaged team that's rusty, and you couldn't beat them. The yeah, I don't know. I, 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 neither could the White Sox. By the way, in the the White Sox, same thing. Like they they figured. Oh, this team's gonna come out. They they got the first game canceled because a coach got COVID on Friday. Then on Saturday they got to play a doubleheader. They get swept. They White Sox finally managed to win yesterday, but you know it's just well. You know. And we talked about that. They lost that first game. The Sox lost that first game because Giolito just couldn't find a strike zone. He sure he hit two batters like he first inning he was all over the place. Yeah, but they you're were, figuring you, Giolito's gonna mow those guys down, but it you know. You're thinking, but then he yeah, he came one. out flat. Like it was it was weird. Doesn't this feel though more than any other time ever? Like little league, like so it's a seven inning game. That's a little league game, and you're playing 45 minutes after you just got done. Yeah. All the players are the same. They're just in different spots in the lineup. They're playing different positions on the field. Like, well, you know, Chris. KB was playing left, so we're going to let him play third this time, and we're going to have, uh, you know, Bodie's going to move over to second, and, you know, the kids who are on the bench, we're going to put them on the field, and, you know, Horner, you got to sit on the bench this time. Like, I'll tell you why it reminds me a little, little league. league. It reminds me a little league because the play looks like shit, and I'm bored yeah, as hell. Exactly. <laughs> That's why it reminds me a little yeah. league. I'm that was a – that was a boring. I should have stayed God. at the. I should have stayed at the after funeral. That would have been less depressing. I'll tell you that much. How much <laughs> you want to bet Rob Manfred goes for this though? He loves this. How quick that game went. Uh, two and hours. He's, yeah. He's gonna float some. Uh, he's gonna float it. He's gonna try and keep this seven inning for every game. He's Bill gonna. Bill says no treats for the Cubs. Yeah, exactly. No right. Capri. No Capri Suns. You, <laughs> no, no ice cream cones. No yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Coach just threw all those oranges right in the dirt. Yeah, exactly. No <laughs> oranges for you kids until you win a goddamn game. Um, so I got to I got to say because I know we're just about uh, ready to to sign off and watch this next game. But I did just come from uh, the the funeral after uh, I guess it's called a repast. I had never heard that phrase before. I, have you guys heard that? No, a, a repast. I have read it in books, but I do not know what it really means. Yeah, it's just like the the party after the funeral, oh, you okay. know that that you have. Um, so I I went. I've never met this man here. I, I know you guys probably showed his picture. Mm-hmm. Dude looks cool as fuck, does he not? Oh well, yeah, we were yeah. talking about that. He's he is pulling that outfit off. I love it. Yeah, and so uh, Frank died. He was the office manager at the Lost Boys, and I never met him. But I went down there and I met a lot of his friends and I and a lot of the Lost Boys and Girls were there. And obviously, uh, the Levante was there and Coach Lee Smith and 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 all the people that worked down there. And, uh, you know, you could tell just by how everybody was, how loved Frank was and how important he was to the Lost Boys. And uh, I met I met Frank's brother. 
I met Frank's. I I couldn't. I don't remember if it was his wife or his sister because I I met so many people. You know, I didn't talk to a lot of people, but you could tell how loved that man was, and uh, everybody loved the flowers. So I I did take a picture of him. And so there they are at the in the room that they kind of like well, they had food. So, you know, Frank uh, Levante said, I was like, hey, my meter's up. I got to go. And the line to get food was very long. And he's like, no, 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 <laughs> you're not leaving without eating. And I was like, I don't know. I really got to go. You know, it's like, you know, my meter's done and all this stuff. I've been talking to people and I, I did in the lines too long. And he's like, no, no, you got to stay. And boy, am I glad I stayed because I don't know where they had that thing catered from. But I'm going to ask because it was a really delicious. They had um, jerk chicken and uh, jerk uh, ribs. So delicious. They had Jed Jerko. They were serving up Jed Jerko. And uh, no, I, I, I met a lot of great people. And, you know, I, I'll tell you this much. I'm so proud of the work we're doing for Lost Boys, Inc. If you have not gone to Lost Boys, Inc. and given them a donation yet. Um, Michael, how are we doing on our uh, our matching gift? Well, uh, from the last time that you brought this up, uh, we were we still needed one hundred and ninety dollars. Uh, I have not received anything that says that we've gotten anything on that. All right, so, so yeah, if, uh, if you've got one hundred ninety for my for my matching. If you donate to Lost Boys Inc. and then send us the screenshot of your donation, uh, you know, five dollars, ten dollars, whatever you got. Um, let me tell you, Levante Stewart and all the staff down there at lost boys Inc. I, I went the the uh repast was at their headquarters and you know it's just like a couple rooms it's very small operation but they're affecting a lot of people out of a very small place and and you know and you know they, they they're levante's awesome just a tireless worker and uh they deserve our support so please donate now at lostboysinc.org send michael your uh your donation uh link at uh yeah, at just- cub x3 just and, screenshot uh, it, yeah, yeah, and then uh, that'll be part of the thing. And then uh, we're we're gonna be uh, kind of c- continuing to work to raise money for those guys. Um, also, all of our post games they're going to be uh, posted uh, on our Patreon feed. So why don't you join? It's a dollar a month Patreon. You get your own RSS feed. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Go over there. There's all sorts of different different levels. You can donate. You can get the music. You can get uh, uh, the the calendar, the Sunranto's calendar through through it and everything. So join us. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. That's how we pay the bills around here. But fuck us. Give the money to Lost Boys. <laughs> you know, do both. Do both. If you're rich and you're nasty. <laughs> And then, then do that. But uh, honestly, uh, going down there and seeing all those kids and everything, you know, it it, it was uh, it gave me a lot of hope, you know. And uh, we didn't even have the coolest uh, flower arrangement there because, like, look at that. They did the Lost Boys logo oh, out of flowers cool. as well. So that was there as well. And, uh, you know, I brought a plant. I gave them a 2016 uh, World Series. Two bottles of champagne left from 2016 World Series. I went down and I gave one to Frank's uh, brother. And I said, when you get around to it with Levante, you guys can toast Frank with the 2016 World Series champagne bottle. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, that champagne sucks. But <laughs> yeah, know? and it's probably not getting better. Well, it's been in a, <laughs> a, it's been in a dark, cool place for the most part. So I think we might be OK. But hey, I might have to open up that second bottle if we manage to pull out of W tonight. And and even better, let's take the next four because we got four more games in only really two days, forty eight more hours. So 
right? Yeah, seriously, we got to get a win before I lose my shit. <laughs> it's been four in a row, and four times two point seven. That's a lot. That's that's like a it's like an eleven game losing streak or more. So they ain't pretty. There <laughs> was I don't know if you guys follow him on Twitter. It's a frustrated fan. I believe so. Uh, he always has a Simpson gifs. Oh, you know what I'm the, talking about? A Simpson what? Simpson gifs. God, oh, man. there we go. Simpson gifs. <laughs> And so frustrated fan always cracks me up because last year, you know, it's, he would always do this. There's a famous Simpsons episode where Homer's pig, Lisa becomes a vegetarian mm-hmm. and Homer's going to have this cooked pig. And Lisa does something where it just shoots out and he keeps chasing it, still thinking it's going to be good. And he keeps yelling, it's still, it's, good, still good. it's still good, it's still good, it's still good. And he would do that all the time last season because the Cubs kept almost, you know, almost, it's still good, it's still good. And then all of a sudden, you know, we can we can say, hey, that was a great start, thirteen and three by the Cubs. Awesome. Hey, we're still good. We're still good. You draw four in a row, guys. This, this yeah. is coming back to earth real quick. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, all we need, look, we go we go five hundred over the rest of the season, and we're like at thirty three, thirty five games. Starting the season, a lot of people are looking at that as the division winner. Anyway, you know, it's you know, all is not lost. It. Even in this shortened season, uh, it is still somewhat early. Well, I'll tell you this much. Can I bring if- some bad news into the situation? Sure. Uh, Alex Reyes is pitching tonight for St. Louis. I thought he had COVID. Nope. No, he does not. Oh, they just released that like 10 days and three you know what I'm saying? Like they, they did all this stuff. I'm sure the Cardinals were all up in Manfred's office. Like, nah, nah, he'll be fine after 10 days and all that stuff. Yeah. So. Well, well, hopefully. Oh man. I don't think he, I don't think he ever has been, but damn my- it. He's their best pitcher. I thought they all had it. Um, that really sucks. Well, I'll tell you this much too. Just to add it, the Cubs will at least still be in first place at the end of tonight. <laughs> yes. They, you know, the, the, uh, they're, they lead the Cardinals. Like two and a half games, somehow weirdly, even though they've only played nine games and we've played twenty. That, that's another. That's some other bullshit. There needs to be the standings need to reflect. Well, really, guy, serious. Just donated one hundred ninety dollars. Thank you. That's All right, awesome. I feel better now. That's some good karma. Now, yeah, that's if some you, good if you are is, serious, guys. yeah, if you're if you're serious about that, that's awesome because that means. Uh, you know, it's a thousand bucks. Then it's a thousand we, bucks. We just uh, we just hit uh, a K for the kids. Yep, that's awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank so you guys. Much. That is amazing. Yeah, and, and I'm telling you, it, get involved. And and you know what? There might be a Levante in where you live. Somebody that's doing really good work with kids that are at risk in uh, in violent, uh, troubled neighborhoods that are situ that are are difficult. And, uh, you know, it, and let me tell you, I know that there's probably somebody doing that work out there. Find find a Levante where you live, because that's what that's what we did. And uh, man, what what an awesome dude. And uh, to invite me down to the repast and and feed me jerk chicken and, you know, welcome me like a family member after only knowing him for a, a little bit of time. You know, I, that just, you know. New friend hey, real, of the show. I this real is gonna, quick, real this quick. Is guys, keep going. guys, serious. You're gonna send the screenshot right here to where under Cotton's name at Cube at Cub X3. Sorry. Yeah, it should be Cube. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, Cubex three. So and by and by the way, keep donating. <laughs> yeah, everybody, we 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 made the matching gift, but uh, and by the way, thank you very much, Michael, as well. That's awesome of you and your wife, and I, I'm sure your kids are pitched in too. <laughs> You're like, hell no, they did not. <laughs> well. They they just aren't having Christmas this year. <laughs> yeah, the kids I spent your Christmas money on some other kids. Uh, yeah. Sorry. So, uh, but yeah, we're we're about ready to start the second game, right? I mean, it's about ready to go. Right. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna clear our minds. We're gonna think good thoughts. We're going to will the Cubs to win. I'm gonna drink heavily. I don't know about you guys, but <laughs> <laughs> just in case, just in case it doesn't go like we want, I'll be I'll probably be down at Patio Jeff's. I think he's he'll be coming home soon. After snagging his ball, he's he's got a, a ball from every game so far. Every home game, he's got a ball from it. Nice. So, nice. Yeah. Not a game used ball, but, you know, a game that. Well, um, but, yeah, like, a, you know, the batting practice or whatever. Yeah. Our, our friends on the inside, they're, they're, they're hooking up Jeff with a, with a ball for every game for 2020. So, hopefully, that's a. That's a, a good thing that it's something he's going to want to remember, <laughs> you know. So uh, Bill Sugar is thinking evil things. So am I. Well, uh, I'm thinking such evil things that why, why don't I play us out with a little fuck the Cardinals? What do you think? Please. Yeah. Let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. All right. Spagog. Spagog. Oh!
One more interruption from our sponsors at betonline.ag. Because sports are coming back, and you've got a chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, betonline.ag. Major League Baseball, NBA, full swing right now. There's no shortage of ways to get in on the action. BetOnline has all the odds, the futures, the props for you to bet on. Also, tune in to uh, Floyd Money Mayweather because he joined the betonline.ag team in a new segment called The Ice is Right, where he talks about his expensive jewelry collection. He'll give you the chance to win some great prizes and bet on the cost of his bling. Visit betonline.ag today. Check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up. Take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. Betonline.ag, your online wagering experts. The Sun Ranto Show is also brought to you by Manscaped. And, you know, 2020 has been a year of uh, things happening that are completely out of your control. But there is one thing you can control, and that's shaving your bush. Now, our sponsors at Manscaped are here to remind you to do so. Uh, now, I know you've all probably cut your balls shaving them before, but uh, that could be a thing of a past with Manscaped. So, uh, they got the Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0. It's a premium electric trimmer designed to give you a confidence boost through body image because it's awesome. Okay, they've got a ceramic blade, skin safe technology. It's all designed to reduce nicks or tugs on your fellas down below. The Lawnmower 3.0 is also waterproof and comes with an LED light so you can manscape in the shower, in the dark, or in a dark shower. Whatever floats your boat. They also just released their Shears 2.0 Nail Kit, which is the perfect add-on to their Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. The Shears 2.0 is a luxury four-paste nail kit featuring tempered stainless steel tools, and it includes tip tweezers, rounded point scissors, fingernail clippers, and a medium grit nail file. The Shears 2.0 Nail Kit allows you to pluck your eyebrows and trim your nails in style. So go to their website and you'll find their Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant, and a moisturizer. This is going to help you tame that summer swamp ass with natural hydrators and antioxidants. You'll also find the Crop Reviver, a testy toner that's like having cologne that is designed for your balls. We won't judge you if we catch you sniffing yourself, but I will be very impressed at your flexibility. So go to manscaped.com and check out some of these life-changing products. In fact, let me check, check this out. Listeners of this show, 20% off. Free shipping. All you got to do is use the promo code armchair at manscaped.com. That's armchair at manscaped.com. 20% off with free shipping. Armchair is the promo code. How many times do I have to say it for you people? Okay, now it's time to grab 2020 by the balls. Uh, uh, Horns. And you got to get shaven. Take care of your business. We thank Manscaped for sponsoring the Sun Ranto Show.
Dave, Dave, Dave. Woo. David Bodie. David, David Bodie. <laughs> Dave, Dave, Dave. Dave, Dave, David Dave. Bode. Yeah, I think Steve <laughs> sure says it best here. Man, that would, you know, losing five straight definitely sounds way worse than losing four straight. Crawley can finally, he Crawley hasn't shit in four days. Mm-hmm. His I, ass is finally uh, loosened enough that he can go relieve himself after the show. He's actually doing this show from the toilet. From the <laughs> toilet. Like, and, Thank God. I've been holding this one. Oh, God. You guys, I got, I, I got diamonds. A, I got it. A question. I mean, like we were literally one inning away from it being the Brad Miller game. Oh my God, dude! Think where did this that. guy? I mean, this dude's been around the league for a while, mostly with teams that we don't watch, like the Rays and stuff, you know. But uh, you know, this guy. I mean, what has he got? Like a hundred career home runs or whatever. Thirty of those came in one year because he was obviously juicing. And I then, thought it was in one game tonight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Then he's like 241 hitter lifetime, and he's looking like freaking Babe Ruth up there. And I'm like, what is going on, people? But isn't you that the devil get- magic? Isn't that devil the, the absolute devil magic definition? Oh, yeah. It's, it's all it's a team made up of people nobody's ever heard of. And they show up and, and crush bombs or or maybe they're Cy Young for a year, like how about this made-up guy, Max Schrock? Have you ever heard a more made-up name in your life? No, that's full. That's total bullshit. It's a made-up name. Yeah. It's, uh, do you remember that time that we it's looked? Christopher Walken's character. Do you remember that time that we looked and there was a Japanese baseball game and they tried to make up American names and they were all kind of weird names? <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's like that. Oh, right. <laughs> and, and they hit like four of the Cardinals players like dead on. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Well, how about their backup catcher that's filling in for Yachty? Yeah, Andrew Andrew Kneiser. I mean, granted, like, I'm not going to know everybody on their team, especially when you're, like, getting down into your 60-man situation. Uh, but, you know, yeah, this, it, thank God we, we beat them. Because the, besides, like, Goldschmidt, you know, and Colton Wong came into that game later, at, you know, uh, you know, they don't have a good team tonight. You know what yeah. I mean? Dylan Dylan Carlson. Yeah, he had a shitty game, but man, every time he popped up, I I would like who? What? Yeah, exactly. They just got these guys, and um, well, thank God we were able to get to him. And how about that was so weird because uh, we didn't really have time to talk about uh, the fact that uh, Reyes started this game for the Cardinals. How's his so, range? We found out minutes before the game was about to start. It felt like maybe like ten minutes before the game, and I got to be honest. When I saw it, I'm like, "This guy's a stud. We're in big trouble." But what a weird top of the first inning. First off, the Cubs are batting first in the top of the first at Wrigley. Reyes is on the mound, and this is one of the weirdest innings you'll ever see. Bryant strikes out because that's what he does now. Rizzo walks. Baez strikes out. Schwarbert walks. Contreras walks. There's a passed ball. Rizzo scores, and Schwarber's turned out at, at, at home, and the Cubs lead one nothing. Yeah, what the yeah. crap? I was listening to that on the radio. I was like, I was like, dude, you're not fast. What are you doing? Yeah, they had like a no hitter going. The Cardinals had a no hitter going down one. <laughs> right, and, and so they, they nobody reached base. They either walked or struck out. Yeah, the, nobody got it. Nobody the, got a hit. Nobody, well, nobody got a hit. Even as it, even as it stands, they scored five runs. And they only had three hits tonight. Right. That it is one of the weirdest things. They and walked so, a ton though. Nine walks. 
The Cubs are leading one nothing times, and nine so times you got a one nothing lead, and we all knew that wasn't going to last. And sure enough, bottom of the second, Tyson Miller's on his mound, first start ever. Matt Carpenter walks, which why would you walk somebody that makes salsa with mayo? I don't know. Uh, but then Brad Miller with the home run, and the Cardinals lead two to one. Bottom of the fourth, Kyle Ryan on the mound, and we knew his you know his his velocity's gone down. Things have been trouble, and then Matt Carpenter get, grounds out. But then back to back home runs, back to back jacks, Brad Miller and Max Schrock. Yeah, made up people. That so, we <laughs> Max's first uh, home run ever. Yeah, yeah. ever. And so he just did it at Wrigley Fields. And uh, I love. Decided I, tonight was the night. Thanks, I Max. still, I still love Dexter Fowler. What a guy! He goes to get, goes to the, goes from the Cardinals dugout to the right field bleachers. Gets the home run to get it for Max. Waves at the fans on the rooftops. Even if he wears Cardinal red, I'll always love Dex Fowler, man. That guy's class act. I still got my Fowler's Howler shirt. Top of the six, you got Genesis Cabrera, who looks like he's doing pretty good. Baez gets hit by a pitch. This, this, this is this is about like the most infuriating, crazy tip-top inning in that top of the six. Genesis Cabrera on the mound. Baez hit by a pitch. Schwarber strikes out foul on a foul bunt. Why are you bunting? When you need runs at that point, I have no idea. Oh, yeah, it's two you, strikes. Yeah, I remember when Joe Madden used to pull shit like that every now and again. Remember he had Javi bunt with two strikes in the was it the wild card game or was it the play in tied game against the Brewers? What game was that where he did? I think that it might have been a World Series game. Yeah, I think he did it in World Series. <laughs> right. Yeah, Sean oh three one nine nine says World Series. Oh, yeah, I, I remember World Series, and then. Here's a move, and, and again, as a manager, you're going to get questioned. Um, Schilt brings out, uh, takes out Cabrera, brings in Tyler Webb. Wilson Contreras doubles, and he has been cold, so it's good to see. Slam that double off the wall, bounced off pretty hard. Javi scores, Cubs trail 4-2. And then again, another attempt for a bunt, this time by Ian Happ. Yeah, what was that? Was that on the first pitch? I believe Yeah, it was. at least it wasn't with two strikes and... I don't know. It was still it's, stupid as hell. Oh my god! Like, why are you bunting? You're Ian freaking Hap, dude. And you got a runner in scoring position and one out. And what are you trying to do? Get him to third? No, right. he's trying to bunt for a hit. But like, he was Ian, trying to bunt for a hit. He thought he was going to catch him off guard. Which no, you. We, I mean, but that's need what, a real that's hit. What that's what well, he's thinking. But I he mean, doesn't score on that hit, though. You know what I, I mean? Like, I agree. It's it's, it's stupid. We got him and, in the uh, corners. And what you're talking about is you're talking about a seventh inning of the game. This is the top of the six. You already have one out. So outs are now a precious commodity. Did he you think have, there was no outs? You have five outs left. Did but, he think he could hit into a double play with a guy on second? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> like, did he not realize the guy at first is gone? But but again, see, the next batter, Hayward, does the right thing, makes him work, and he, he gives up a walk. Hayward walks, and that was huge in front of David Bodie, pinch hitting for Dave, Victor Dave, Caratini. Dave. And, you know, the Cubs tweeted out Santa Maria, the famous call from the ESPN Ultimate Slam. Dave, and Dave, Dave. that was right in his wheelhouse. Like, if I'm... If I'm the pitching coach in that situation, who's Mike Maddox, Greg's brother, I walk out here and I say... If you throw a fastball below his shoulders, I'm going to kick you in the nuts. That's what I would have said to him because David Bodie can't hit anything higher than his belt. Yeah. And it, you put one low down there, you put one low, go take a look at that home run against the Nationals. I was at the, was at the game. Yeah. You pitch that there, that's his wheelhouse. 
Yeah, David Bodie. David Bodie is so interesting because he, man, his name uh, is gonna pop up in a lot of conversations because he's he's flashy with some of his home runs. You know, he's got some really huge home runs in his career. But then when you watch him on an everyday basis, you're like. Well, he's not that good. He's average. He's <laughs> an average player. Yeah, you know, and, and yeah, but he but he had had the flirt for the dr- dramatic tonight, and of course the the ultimate grand slam, which I don't think any of us had ever seen before. Well, never at least when of, he, never anything. At yeah. least when he comes up in those situations, you can have some sort of hope. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you know, yeah. he's got ice water in his veins. He can do it. Yeah, not like if you put KB in a situation like that. No, KB so, comes up, and I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. I'm gonna Rizzo go to comes up, but I just assume somebody's going to hit him, and he's just going to walk to first. Uh-huh. Greg Elowain says it was it was the top of the ninth, game seven, with Hayward on third and one out, and Javi struck out, bunting on two strikes. Jesus Christ, it was worse. I knew it was a World Series game, and I couldn't put it together, but... Whew, yeah. That was a bad call. Yeah, game seven. Um, <laughs> what happened in that game? I kind of locked that out. Question from Corey Furlong: Can we admit that Bryant looks like shit? Yeah, you know, uh, boy, what's going but, on? Uh, here's an interesting thing. I pulled this up from our friend Full Count Tommy. Um, where did I put that up? There it is. Bryant was doing better until the injury. And and here's the thing. It says, want to know what sucks the most? KB had been rolling pretty good prior to the hand injury. So August 1st to the injury, 25 plate appearance. He was hitting 286, 400, 667. Injury from when he injured himself to today, 15 plate appearances, 133, 133, 133. And so here's the thing I'm going to say. Everybody talks about KB and his versatility. I don't want to see him in the outfield anymore. I'm done. That experiment is done because if you remember, I want to say it was, wasn't it last year he hurt his knee in the outfield? Stop playing him in the outfield. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm with, I'm with you there. The problem is that, you know, when you, then you can't, that it, you'd lose that flexibility. Like where do you play David Bodie? You know, he's got second baseman. I mean, you don't need to play David Bodie, but you do have to play him sometimes. It's just I, one of the, it's one of the things that KB does, but I agree if he's going to keep, hurting himself out there uh, you know that's, then- that's what i keep seeing is is that and maybe i'm wrong but but these injuries keep happening you know he was just starting i remember he was heating up and then all of a sudden he gets injured and he's not been the same and at this point he's hurting the team yeah yeah so so you just end up well if you end up with him at third base every day except for the occasional Bodie start you know that that would be fine i mean that's kind of what you expect and, and you have the dh now too we don't have to see caratini all the time yeah, I, I I don't think they've used KB at uh, DH yet, have they? Yes, they used him. No, yet, I mean, yesterday. and right now I wouldn't use him in DH. I yeah, I I feel like KB was DH yesterday. No, I don't remember. To, I don't I either. Remember that. Yeah, I, maybe, so if I, we take a look, at, I could be wrong, but yeah, I thought he was in there. As that give him some time off. Uh, but what were you going to say there, Carly? He was. I was going to say he was the DH yesterday. Yeah. He was. So when we're taking a look at the box score on here, and then, like I said, I don't need him being DH right now just because Bryant was 0 for 4 with two strikeouts, just looked bad. Rizzo is literally the, the best guy, best plate appearances that you see on the team right now. One for two with two walks. Uh, Javi, 0 for 3, two strikeouts, three men left on base. Not good still. Got hit uh, twice, hit himself once in the foot, and then got hit in the back of that same foot. 
Yeah, thanks. Thanks a lot on that pitch there. That was that was the best thing that that pitcher could have done for us. Schwarber 0 for 2, but he had two walks, you know, good enough. Contreras 1 for 3, that double became big, uh, you know, and then Bodie at getting that home run, you know, that was that was huge, that pinch hit home run. But guys, think about this. They, they only had three hits for the entire game. I know I, they they have more runs than hits, but uh, you know the nine walks though you got to really like that because uh, I mean I want to see him hitting the ball a little bit more, but you know a walk's as good as a hit, I guess. But you know they were doing that thing uh, where, where they were cheering for each other, taking pitches. Did you, did you see that? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah I th- I feel like that got out of hand. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, let's take a bunch of pitches. And, you know, then you're just watching a bunch of guys strike it out looking for a while. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, I, I, it's it's a matter of how, you know, it's, taking pitches is great. But if you see one in the zone, attack it, you know? Yeah. Well, and, that, that's and, just it. They're being too fine with it, you know? Right. And, and I just feel like all of a sudden when things started to go south, it still feels like the team's pressing. You know, Brian's hurt. You know, it looks like Javi's pressing. It looks like Contreras yeah. is pressing. Nobody looks really comfortable up there other than Rizzo. Yeah. Yeah, and Rizzo always looks comfortable just because he's a big freaking dumb mook, and he's just like, it's like Little League out here. This is great. <laughs> Pull my finger. You know what I mean? Like, he's that guy. He's, he's not going to get too into his head about it. He's like, just realizes baseball is fun. By the way, this just in. There is a reason the Cubs were able to break uh, the bad curse of their bad mojo. And we have, once again, Mr. John Baker to thank uh, uh, for it. And you and your wife, Michael Cotton, because uh, John just texted me this. Hey, John Baker. uh, The the John Baker Day prayer candle. He lit it pregame. The Shrine lives. And uh, that's why we won because of a because of a candle that was made last year. Nice, <laughs> you know, last year, John Baker Day. I'm just my, looking. My wife will be so happy to see that or hear that. The, the Cubs were on a four game losing streak. They they it was, there was an absolute gut wrenching loss in the in the first game with Hendricks pitching so well and all that bullshit that happened in the first game. And then the the Cubs look dead in the water. They literally look like the Walking Dead. And, and all of a sudden, if they lose that, you're talking about a five game losing streak. Instead, it just flips the script. And now you start to feel a little bit better, but again, still offensively struggling, but I don't want to dwell on it too much. We could talk about it tomorrow, but you know, it's such a turnaround now because you have tomorrow, you Darvish versus Ponce de Leon. Yeah. The fountain of youth. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to kind of talking about you, Darvish, a little bit tomorrow when we do our pregame. Because, uh, you know, there's a dude that, like, when when he's on, you know, it's it's one of the most magical, like, almost like a science experiment in a way to watch him pitch because there's so many different pitches. He's, you know, coming inside and outside. And when he's hitting his spots, you know, it, it can be a really exciting thing to kind of witness, although it takes for fucking ever. <laughs> like he is the slowest pitcher on this team. It's just like, all right, <laughs> like why couldn't he have pitched one of these seven inning ones? Yeah. You know, instead they got him in a niner. Well, you know, and and when they say you got to dial up a pitch, he's literally in there trying to figure <laughs> the combination out in his head. Like, all right, my finger goes here, and then I'm going to throw it from this arm slot, and I got to kick this way, and that'll be pitch number eleven. 
<laughs> whatever yeah. that might be. Yeah. It's uh, that, it's a little uh, much there, uh, you. Now, as fun as the Me. game was, the <laughs> uh, Marquis was asking uh, a question, and our friend Dallas from Australia made the broadcast. Where did it start? Your love of baseball. And Aussie Cub at Cub Down Under. Uh, my love of baseball uh, started when I grew up on the northern beaches of Sydney, Australia. Most kids played cricket, but enough love baseball to set up a league. Played for the Harvard Hustlers, age 11, 1976. Look at look at that young man right there. Dude, if, uh, I was looking through some of those sure. pictures. Those baseball pants that they wear down there and down under, those are some hot pants. They are like... Well, Red and white checkers wait, with put something put on back it. Up. Great. Put that back up. Looks like look, my looks like my grandmother's uh you know kitchen tablecloth. Yeah, but what what's with <laughs> his hair though? The mullet. He's got, he's yeah, got yeah, long yeah. hair and a hat on backwards. Yeah, he, he, he looks like a, the the girl in Bad News Bears. Well, <laughs> I no, he looks like uh, Kelly Leak. He looks like the boy on the motorcycle. The, the, oh, the boy on the yeah. He does kind yeah. of look like that kid. Yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. Not oh, only that man. though, but I myself made it to marquee. Oh yeah, look at that. Yeah, I, I like. You said something about your striped socks, dude. I don't know. You got good eyes because I can't see striped socks. I did have to zoom in to look at it too. My <laughs> eyes are pretty bad, but. Uh, when we were growing up, we had this cottage, this tiny little house. It's been rebuilt since. We had this tiny little house on the lake. And what we used to do is we would put the boom box out here, listen to Harry Carey, and we'd have a wiffle ball. And then if you kind of got it over this shed right here, home run. So it's just like a little home run derby that my brother and I used to do when we were younger. So- cool. Um, that's beautiful. I, I have a, a great picture of uh, me in stripy socks too. And I, and I think you can see that uh, they're actually covered in blood because uh, you know, of all the mosquito bites that I just ripped open all summer long as, as a 14 year old or a 12 year old. So you were the original Kurt Schilling without the racist tendencies. Yeah, exactly. The, um, <laughs> Danny's so, bloody socks. So I'm, I'm looking, you know, talking about getting the three hits tonight, you know, which is, is not great. You know, even if you walk nine times, you know, fine you're gonna take it but you know i'm looking at uh the you know stats cubs are basically average in almost every single category ops home runs you know uh it it, but here's where they're uh, above average unfortunately they have the fourth most strikeouts in the majors 220 times they've struck out already this year now take that down to a team like the cardinals uh, they've only struck out 72 times i'm kidding they've they've uh they've only played 10 games but uh (laughs) But no, the, some of, some of these other teams, you know, like the Cubs are striking out, you know, average teams uh, play 20, 21 games. They're striking out 150 times and stuff like that. The Cubs are striking out a significant amount of times right now. Um, they they are taking their walks. It's They're in the top 10 in walks. But everything else has been really average, even runs scored. You know, like they might have had a big winning streak and got off to a hot start, but they did it without scoring a lot of runs. They did that with top-notch starting pitching, not by scoring a, a ton of runs. So I, I, I'm not going to – you got Chris Bryant struggling at the top. Uh, Contreras kind of looking like since that first week when he kind of came in hot, it hasn't been good. And so, you know, you got to get these Baez, obviously, just swinging like a pig. And so, you know, you, you, you're you going to have to put that together because that's not going to play. And at some point, the I'm not going to say the wheels are going to fall off the starting pitching, but these things tend to even out. So you kind of want, 
if the starting pitching starts giving up five runs a game during a week, you want your team to be able to get six more than half that time, you know? So right, it, and, and, we need that to come through. Chris Bryant needs to start hitting. I don't and, know what the, do you drop him in the lineup? I don't drop him. I just, I think it's time to just rest him. I'm, I'm sorry. At this point, it's time to just say, look, you're, you don't look healthy get yourself better and then come back full strength at, at this point. This is why I do. I, I don't know. Yeah. Artie Boucher writes in, I think they're striking out a lot because they're pressing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think you can see that, you know, then when Javi does some starts pressing, that's when he starts chasing, you yep. know, and, and he starts just swinging at bad pitches and making dumb decisions, but, which is crazy because this is a dude whose baseball IQ is just like ridiculously through the roof. And to see him flail is the most obvious thing That because uh, it looks was, weird. Well, that was always the concern. And that's why one of the first arguments between Madden and Theo was that Madden wanted Javi to play right away with the Cubs in 2015. He was down in, uh, I think he was in Puerto Rico and, and Madden went down there to see him and stuff like that. Yeah. And so when, when Javi the concern was always the slider away and swinging like a pig and stuff like that. He looked exactly like Sosa did when, when Sosa struggled, same exact thing. And yes, the roids helped Sammy become, you know, Sammy Sosa, the legend who got his own cartoon with Papa Joe. But at the same time, what really changed was his approach to the strike zone and not swinging at those sliders out of the zone. And so when, when Javi is struggling, he starts swinging at a lot of crap. And when the Cubs are, when he's, when Javi's doing well, his approach is to take it to right, right center. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Cause those, and, and that's really what we saw with his development. I mean, he started walking, although not a lot, but a little bit more, but he was, he would, was waiting back on pitches and a lot of his home runs even were oppo shots or at least yes, center field, but right center, not left. So, uh, you know, because he can't – sometimes when he connects, he can come out of shoes and hit one, you know, onto Wavelands, no mm-hmm. no doubt, and the ball hawks are chasing it down the street. But, you know, but that's that's not really what you want to see. That's a guy – if he's swinging like that and that's the home runs he's hitting, that's Rob Deere. He's he's hitting two, 200 and hitting 40. You know what I mean? Dave that's Kingman. not what you need. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, you, you kind of want a little bit more diversified uh, – you just, you just, again, and I don't know if being in the three spot, he feel he needs to do that. I don't know what the situation is, but he just needs to make contact. And, and if he's struggling and he falls behind, that's when he's susceptible to that slider and some of the off-speed pitches. And that, and if, if he gets himself in good hitter counts, if you're at a 3-1 count or a 2-1 count and you see something you like, go ahead and take a swing. You know what I mean? But if you're always 0-2, 1-2, these type of problems, he's going to end up striking out. Yeah. yeah. We're seeing too much. Of it. I mean, Cubs are fourth in strikeouts in the minute. I'm looking at it right here. They, they've got the fourth most, uh, you know, they're behind uh, just behind the White Sox who have struck out one more time. And they're a much younger team than the Cubs. Yeah, exactly. A lot of rookie first year, second year players on that. Yeah. Team. The number one team is the Braves. Uh, in, in, they have 241 strikeouts. How are the Braves to even do it? The Braves are doing well. Yeah, I mean, I think I saw they were in second behind the Marlins. But First place, 14 and 10. The oh, Marlins Marlins dropped. have cooled off. They've lost their last three. They're four and six in their last 10. And so Atlanta's on a three-game winning streak, and Miami's on a three-game losing streak. And remember, Miami still has some games to make up, too, because they got to do a bunch of their doubleheaders, too. Well, you still got three more games against this Cardinals team, and you, you got to hope that you're going to take at least two of them. Um uh, you know, it, you, you got it. And like you said today with 
Hendricks being on the mound, you kind of expected to take that game this afternoon. Uh, you didn't, so you kind of dug yourself a little hole. The same thing tomorrow with Darvish on the mound. Right. So, and then uh, Sean brings up a good point here. You got Jack Flaherty around the corner. Now, here's the only thing about that is I don't think Flaherty started a game this year, or maybe he started one. So you wonder how much he has in the tank to go. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think he pitched. I think he pitched a uh, a game in his hotel room against a mattress. Is what I saw. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I th- that I don't think that was that was more of a bullpen. I think. Yeah, last week they had a wiffle ball game, and if you hit the ball over the shed, you got a home run. Hey, <laughs> kind of like so, good old fashioned lake ball. Yeah, so, but it was it was little kids and Jack Flaherty was throwing wiffle balls <laughs> at like seventy eight mile per hour past him. So tomorrow there's only one game. So hopefully, you know, it, uh, Sean wants to address Nico Horner here. And, uh, you know, I don't think Nico's doing that bad. I think that he's – here's the thing. He's not striking out. He's making some pretty good contact. He's had some bad luck. But if you it, – it's I saw it somewhere. Someone had a good treat. As long as the approach is correct, and I think that that's a big deal with Nico is the approach has been correct. The only concern, and this is where not having a minor league kills you this year, is that you would love to get him regular at-bats. And that's, yeah. that's the issue more than anything with Nico. Yeah, so, I think so. He just doesn't start enough to – get that consistency going that feel yeah and and also i i do want to yeah i i i agree with that at uh, the uh, the assessment that nico horner needs the regular at bats because he he looks confident he doesn't look like a man no. who's uh who's uh confidence is shaken at this point i just i just think that you know there's there's still development to be done with nico and and it that's sometimes not fun to watch in a major league baseball nope. game. It's so, painful. Yeah. And so, and we, and we saw some of that today, you know, like uh, bringing out Tyson Miller and I think he did an okay job for, mm-hmm. you know, given the bigness of the situation, he did give up the home run and he did walk three too. didn't, didn't strike out anybody. So I don't know if, if it's like, I, you know, this guy was supposed to be out of the a pen. I think this year we thought maybe he'd have a chance. Um, one person that's been a revelation though, that, that I want to bring up is uh, Tapera, because I think we all kind of slept on this guy just because, you know, we didn't really like know him at all before he came through. We weren't even sure he was going to make the team struck out the side tonight. So that was, he didn't see. make the team. And, 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 and if you, David Ross addressed this the other day, he said, I was wrong to Paris proved me wrong because remember that Ross, I think it was Theo that wanted to on the team and Ross wanted, um, Maples. Dylan Maples. Yeah, and, well, that, that yeah, was he was wrong. Player. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was really wrong. Their uh, grandpa Lossy. I mean Rossi. Um, <laughs> so uh, no, that I just want to point out that I was pretty impressed by him. We saw a lot of guys tonight. Uh, it, you know, Winkler's been doing pretty good. You know, it's as but you know, nobody's the most the most consistent guys we've had are like Tapera and definitely Jeremy Jeffers, which thank God they picked him up. You know what I mean? Oh, Jeremy Jeffers is uh, the best they have in the pen. And yeah, I I love like just seeing him come out. I felt confident. Like he's the guy. And then, you know, and it was, uh, it was just bad contact. Like nobody can get a, get good wood on him. So 
Yeah, fouled yeah. out to end the game. Yeah. Tyson Tyson Miller right now it went two innings. He had gave up one hit, two runs, two earned runs, but he had three walks. So eh, not the greatest. Tapera struck out the side, which was awesome. But again, Ryan, you know the the velocity issue has me nervous. Yeah. He didn't finish the inning. He gave up four hits, two runs, two earned runs with one two home outs. runs, back to back checks. Underwood picks up the win, his first major league win, one point one innings, two strikeouts. Hey, Winkler with one walk. And then Jeffress again, like we talked about, solid as a rock. That 0.90 ERA looks nice. Yeah. yeah. If only could bring it down to 0.69, then it would be even nicer. Right. <laughs> and then really the, the Cardinals, if you look at their pitching, Reyes, like I said, three walks, two strikeouts in one inning. That was one inning of work, folks. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sanchez went two innings, gave two walks, three strikeouts. So again, a lot of walks. He had a lot of rookies in here too. Uh, Kaminsky one inning. He gave up. He had one strikeout. Cabrera one point one, one run, one hit, one walk, two strikeouts. And Webb takes the loss. And and again, and- when you took out Cabrera, he was cruising pretty good. You know what I mean? He gave up what one walk. He didn't give up any hits. And then he he pulled them. And that that's one of those things where maybe sometimes you overmanage. And I, you know, here's the thing. We talked about Ryan Dempster, or I'm sorry, um, Mark Grace kind of really being off in that third man rotation. And I don't know how much of it is Zoom or how much of it is just Grace kind of being older. I don't know. But Dempster, I thought it was going to be awful having him on. I thought it was going to be the Harry Carey impersonation the whole time. And you know what? Uh, Hats off. I think he's done a pretty good job. I think that Dempster has heard uh, the Twitterverse, right? Because when he was first on there, the first couple games that he did, he didn't shut up the entire time he was there. Like it was fucking nonstop, constant talking. And now he's actually laying back and getting in where he can get in. And he doesn't have to like speak the whole time. And I think that that has definitely helped him. Plus he just saw what Mark Grace went through and he's probably like, uh, I'm going to fucking <laughs> really think about everything I say before well, good. Anything. You should. You should think about <laughs> everything you say. I mean, I certainly don't. I get myself in trouble. But, <laughs> but, but, no. You should, especially at a national broadcast. Um, yeah. Don't, don't screw, don't screw that up because yeah. uh, it, it's it's pretty easy to get to get called out about stuff, and then and then you can pretty easily cancel yourself from then on in by reacting to that wrong. You and know? he he's never he's never struck me as the type of guy that is going to end up you know, saying something, you know, ridiculous, like, you know, super offensive or anything. It's just kind of dumb fluff. Yeah. But he was well, definitely better this time around. I was listening to Waddle and Sylvie t- this afternoon and they, they're just kind of all against the three man booth. They're just like, do it an inning, like the seventh inning stretch. Other than that, like you're totally stealing Lennon JD's thunder. Yep. Just I 100% agree, two man, two man booth it call it a day i don't think we need all this other garbage and whales i mean marquee network threw everything at the wall so marquee yeah. Network. well there's yeah there's no good three-man booths yeah like I this mean, guy, i like just sean's guy like why do we need zach zayman on the radio ever doesn't it seem that those are the longest innings of all time when zach Zayman's uh, on there because it's usually the fifth today it was the fourth so what they end up doing is Pat Hughes will have it in his contract that he kind of gets one inning off. You know what I mean? Relaxes, get some water. You know, he's talking a lot through through 
you know, it's eight innings. And then the other thing is if Pat takes a day off, you want to have somebody come in that can step in if need be. The problem is this, is that when you're in 2015, Mark Grody was in the booth, 2015, 2016, 2017, and he had great chemistry, but for some reason they never made him do play by play Grody. They made Coomer do play-by-play. And that and then, was bad, too. That was awful. And then Grody was doing color. for, and, he, and Grody was never a baseball – well, he wasn't a major league baseball player. And then in 2018, Zach Zaidman was a football reporter, and he's a basketball announcer. And he's very good. He does DePaul games. And he has the right rhythm and flow and stuff for basketball, but he doesn't for baseball. And I don't yeah. know – why they forced that change. It never made sense to me, but it is what yeah, it is. The Zaidman, like tonight, I guess, I think he was the announcer. It was the, the that fourth, inning, the yeah. fourth inning. Yeah. So those uh, solo shots, he was just like, and the ball is hit and it is going. Seems like it's going to be near the wall and it is gone. And you're like, you're like, that had nothing. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, it, it, it could have been like, and, I'm going to the grocery store, and the first thing I bought was a pineapple. Like it's just like I don't know. It just it had a similar like nothing to it, you know. Like it wasn't like, you know, even if Ron Santo was doing play by play, and he didn't. But if he, but if, but if he did, if you had to know what was going on in the game based upon what Ron Santo said, you kind of enjoyed that more because he was just crying or something. What I was, like, I was actually just. <laughs> I was actually just thinking about that the other day, listening to the show. Uh, you know, Pat does a good job, and he he, if anything happens for any team out there playing, like if it's a good hit or something, his voice goes up. He 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 raises the excitement level of something happening on the field. But I was just thinking, like when I am zoning out and I'm not paying attention exactly, I don't know who's up to bat. Because I don't have Ron Santo there going, oh, yeah, or oh, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you always had him also right there, and you're like, oh, that's that's Cubs. That's not Cubs. Well, you know, and that was the funny thing about Santos. You could turn on the game, and you would realize within the first 30 seconds who was winning or losing by the tone of Santos' voice. You can and- go a full half inning and have no idea now. <laughs> I, yeah. I know i know fucking gold coast is is there and i know uh that the paint company for the socks or whatever the fuck it is but i don't know who's winning or losing one of the all-time greatest moments and you can buy pat hughes's voices of the game series the ron santo one's really good but uh there was one time in arizona where uh you know in old ho-ho cam press box was real low you could people would you know put balls up there to get signed and stuff like that someone was standing in front of pat hughes and so pat hughes can't see what's going on during the game and he says well you know someone's standing in front of me and uh i'm going to turn it over to my partner ron santo to do play-by-play and and and, and this is on the cd all of a sudden you hear ron santo screaming away from the mic can you sit down can you sit down please he would rather yell than have to do play by play so uh yeah so what time are we going to go tomorrow the game is i believe at 7 15 so are we gonna be game out here around 15, 6 30 6 45 ish pre-game yep yeah we'll come on and tell you what's happening tomorrow we got uh you darvish on the map for the cubs so i yeah i, I do like our our I do like our, our chances, but, you know, today went all opposite what you thought it would go. So, 
you hey, know. you know what? I'm just going to relax. Like I said, I am going to go to the washroom right now and, and just, <laughs> just, I'm going to hum. I'm going to read. I'm going to go on my Twitter. And so, you know, and just relax because I can now breathe a little bit because even though it wasn't pretty, Hey, you know what? Sometimes winning's ugly is what you need to do. You know? No, uh, no, that's what the White Sox did in 1983. They won ugly. That's already been taken. You can stop, stop stealing people's gimmicks. Ah, damn you, it! You, last time you stood, you were stealing pick to click, and that was straight Hawk Harrelson. <laughs> winning, winning ugly is is a fine. I won't use it anymore. But you know what? I don't try to interrupt my my post game poop. That's you're, you're going too far there. Don't worry. I, I, I won't even tweet at you when you when you're reading. Ghost Crawley, Ghost it's it's winning stinky now. Yeah, winning stinky. Okay. Okay, we got it. We'll put it on. It'll be a not so obvious shirt, a complicated shirt. Well, we um, uh, have a a Patreon. It's at uh, patreon.com slash Sunranto. And if you like what you hear and uh, you don't want to miss anything, we release these as podcasts uh, really directly after we record them. So all of the post games will be available to you if you become a Patreon subscriber. So if you you won't miss it, even if you're not available to watch us live after the game. So uh, check it. It's only a dollar a month. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Join us. We have There's 100 people that already did join us, and uh, we could use 100,000 more. We really could, you know, um, the, the other broke. thing, the other thing, guys, real quick is, is if you're enjoying this, invite your friends to kind of check it out, share it when you see it on Facebook or Twitter Please. or whatever you're on. So we'd love to have the more the merrier. And I just want to end the show real quick. You know, um, sometimes when things kind of get down and, and, and something bad happens, you're kind of reminded that this is just a game. And it's all for fun and stuff like that. And Danny, I know, you know, we talked a little bit about uh, Frank earlier, how you went to um, the memorial uh, Mm -hmm. today. The repast, yeah. The repast, yeah. And sometimes, you know, you think, hey, man, the Cubs in no way should have won that second game. I mean, they had no business winning in it. And somehow you just have a miracle. And sometimes you always just wonder when those two worlds collide if maybe Frank wasn't smiling down on the Cubs for that second game, you know what well, I mean? You, That's- well, you got Baker lighting the candle. Okay. Then you got Frank smiling down. Uh, and so maybe, maybe the, those two things together made it, made it happen. Um, yeah. It, it, today was a weird day. Seven inning ball games. Can't say I'm a fan, but Hey, this is a weird year. Let's just, let's just get it done. At least we split. Could have been worse it looked like it was going to be much worse than it was it. Thank you, David Bodie. So and on that note, I say Spagog. Yeah. Let's Spagog out of here. Spagog. Spagog. David Bodie filling in for KB. Oh, Granny, Cubs win four to three. Oh, Dave, Dave, Dave. Dave, Dave, Dave. David Bowie. David Bowie. Oh, Dave, Dave, Dave. Dave, Dave, Dave. David Bowie. David Bowie. Oh, he ran round the bases like a plane. Driving baseball old schoolers insane. 
VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.